Savage Bloggers Network Podcast, Episode 13. Is that unlucky? Maybe. Welcome to the Savage Bloggers Network Podcast, where we highlight some of the awesome Savage Worlds RPG content and news shared by publishers, licensees, and fans. I'm Christian Serrano. And I'm Ron Blessing. In this episode, we actually start out with a bunch of news about ourselves. <laughs> yeah, we get to talk about ourselves for a change, like, because we don't do that. Right. Right. It's, it's never. Yeah. So, yeah. Let's, let's go in order of how they will occur. All right. So on Sunday, August 30th, which is the day this episode should drop... We will be doing a live hangout on air with the folks from Pinnacle Entertainment Group uh, 28 days after the Gen Con Savage World Seminar to talk about all the awesome stuff that they had announced and discussed during that seminar. Yeah, we're going to be talking to Clinton Jody Black and uh, Scott Allen Woodard and Sean Patrick Fannin. And uh, we're going to get some, hopefully some detail that maybe they couldn't have covered at the convention. Because obviously the the seminar is released on the YouTubes uh, for for people to go see, and I think you actually linked to, th- to that as part of the announcement for this, right? Yeah. So in the Hangout on Air uh, post, there's a trailer video. You can pick whatever YouTube video you want, typically. And in this case, I picked the actual Gen Con seminar. So go do your homework, so you know what the heck we're talking about. Although when this drops, I don't know how much time you have to do that homework, but try. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If you haven't yet, go do it, man. Right. Or even if you're going to watch it on YouTube after the fact, do the homework first, regardless. Yeah. <laughs> so this next thing is something we actually decided today, uh-huh. um, like last minute, right? Yeah. Uh, we're going to do a second show. We're going to try. And yeah, <laughs> it's going to be weekly-ish. Our goal is to release it on Thursdays. So it's going to be, you know, Sundays, you will have the Savage Bloggers Network podcast. And on Thursdays, you're going to have Simply Savage, which is the show that you and I are just going to kind of pick a topic and sort of kibitz about it and dive as deep as we want to. The goal is to make it last, what, 15, 20 minutes. Yeah, same length as the show. Right. Yeah, and and we're going to talk about whatever subject comes to us. And that's going to actually start... Uh, a week you're gonna you're gonna get that show a week from thursday so um because i didn't prepare i think that means the first show should drop about september 10th yeah thereabouts yeah and so uh really excited about that yeah i think it's a lot of fun we've we, there's been a lot of times where we've actually had to cut some really good conversations that we've had while recording the show yeah and uh, and we've had sort of this sort of remorse at the loss of that content and right. uh, and and we thought you know what why don't we just have a separate thing that we can do you know periodically whether it's weekly or every other week uh and 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 share that with everyone and and i think there's something to be said for keeping the conversation short still we're yes. still going to try to hold ourselves to that 20 minute time limit so that we can stick to that one subject and and cover it kind of tightly yeah and uh say what needs to be said point made yeah exactly and now you might ask yourself how many shows is that worth? Well, honestly, we don't know. Yeah. If we get to a point where we don't have an idea or for a given week, if we don't have an idea, we just won't do a show that week. Right. It's not going to be that big of a deal. And and we will include it in the in the main feed. And then I think what we're what we're thinking about doing is actually having providing separate feeds too 
um, for uh, if you just want the news, you get the news. If you right. just want to talk Savage Worlds, you know, rules and situations and stuff like that, then you can do just that, or you can do all, you know, both in one feed, correct? Exactly, exactly. And then we might even do something similar for the Hangouts on air. Right now we're we're piping those into the main podcast feed, but we might actually provide a partitioned um, feed for that as well. So Sounds yeah. awesome. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, so, yeah. So let's get to the actual reason that this show exists. Yes, yes. Let's do that. Starting with something that makes me kind of want to, it, it makes me very excited, actually. It makes me want to play some uh, some super-powered stuff right now. So this, this harkens back, actually, to episode three, where we covered a post titled Tony Stark's Hall of Armors. This was originally created by Donovan Bailey. And uh, what he's done is he's taken this concept of statting these Marvel characters uh, from the films and such, and he's actually created a separate, distinct blog titled Savage Marvel Cinematic Universe. And he is going through and he is uh, slowly but surely statting out characters, different characters from the films, from the Marvel films that have been released. Now, he's not aiming for right off the bat, you know, uh, Captain America and Iron Man and all those guys. He's hitting up all the other characters first. So he's done Emo Blonsky, uh, The Abomination. He's done, um, uh, what is it, Uh, Industries. Oh, Stain. Obadiah Stain. Oh, yeah. Obadiah Stain. Uh, Ironmonger. He, Ironmonger. He's done um, Hammer. Hammer. Hammer Industries. Right. That's what I was thinking of. Thank you. Yep. And he's done the drones. So he's he's going through and he's standing on all these creatures. This is pretty cool. This is basically fuel for a Marvel Cinematic campaign if you want to run one. You know, I, I've got a buddy that ran a multi-part, multi-aspect uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe campaign using another system. And that worked really well, but I was always like, man, I wish we were doing this in Savage Worlds. So I think I might be linking this uh, this website over to him and saying, hey, look at this. Yeah. <laughs> Your wish has been fulfilled. I could be like, just saying. <laughs> you know what I feel like? I feel like there's a couple different bloggers that are doing something similar, and I wish they could just combine forces and just yeah. pump it all out. <laughs> you know, I think that's how pub- publishing companies are made. I know, Combine right? our powers of writing cool stuff. Except that requires licensing. Right. No, totally. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, but you're just going to file off the serial numbers. Right, right. So, so speaking of super stuff, um, Necessary Evil Breakout has been pushed back a week at this point. Yes. Um, but to uh, give us a smile as Necessary Evil fans, um, Pinnacle released the Necessary Evil Alien update. Which basically restats um, the NPCs from the Necessary Evil original campaign to bring them in line with the second edition Superpowers Companion. Right. So you get the Catharan, the Visori, and their vehicles all with new stats. Right. Not each like villain, full on villain that's in there, but the ones that you meet every session, really. Right. Which the is mooks. The, the, <laughs> well, the alien troops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. so, and also the vehicle stuff has been redone. It's it's really well done, and it's it's not small. It's like twenty one pages or something. Yeah. So uh, that's a pretty good amount of free content. And I love the new Necessary Evil logo. I know it looks really cool. I, it it's definitely in alignment with the uh, uh, breakout vibe. 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Mm-hmm. So uh, along the lines of other publications, uh, this is actually from a licensee, one that you're all familiar with because we've had them on the show, and that's Meliorvia's yep. Accursed. They have Fall of the Tower, which is a new brand new uh, adventure, brand new adventure for yep. the Accursed RPG setting. I love the concept of Accursed, so the more they support this, the happier I am. Um, Accursed is really neat. I keep it sort of in the back of my mind as another alternative for my next campaign. The I would love to so see much you run fun. Accursed. I'd play in that if you ran that online. I'm just saying. Are you throwing down the gauntlet, man? Um, only if you're not a wimp. Just putting that out there. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that's that's so tempting. I, got, I know. I got, well, I know you. I know. Not running Eberron might kill you, but Accursed is pretty cool, and it's still well, technically fantasy. I literally just had lunch with my old gaming group today, talking about possible campaign settings that I might run. And I'm Sweet. trying to, yeah, I don't know. I'll figure it out. I'll figure it well, out. Well, speaking of uh, Eberron and D&D, um, we actually, uh, Richard Wilcock, uh, the gentleman who recently brought us uh, Vancey and Magic for, for Savage Worlds, um, wrote up some archetypes for D&D classes. And I like this. I like the way he did it. Yeah. Um, he just basically wrote up archetypes like you would for any game setting that's come out for Savage Worlds. But instead, it's the, the cleric, the fighter, the ranger, you know. Barbarian. Yeah. Yep. All of them. All of them. Yeah, this was really cool. Uh, when I did my Eberron adaptation, I, I considered doing something like this, with, you know, very similar to the archetypes that you see in the uh, Savage Worlds Deluxe Core book, right? And um, and I considered doing this, and then I thought, well, you know, I didn't necessarily want to prescribe what stats these these character concepts should have. So I just did, instead I did character concepts, and I provi- provided a list of um, suggested edges and skills to keep it open ended. Um, this is cool though, because then if you have somebody who's new to the setting, or or excuse me, who's new to the system, um, you, you know, if they're used to playing, say, the rogue. They can right. just look at this and say, okay, just give me that stat block. I'll start with that and go from there. You know, and then they move on. And I, and I noticed that he kept the uh, hindrances open so that uh, people could kind of tweak the character in terms of personality and such, right. um, which is pretty cool. The only place I differ with this is that it's pretty clear he didn't use the fantasy companion just because I peeked at the bard. And the bard is pretty clearly not using the fantasy companion stuff. But, I can see that. You're talking about the troubadour edge? Yeah, yeah, I could yeah. see. Uh, yeah, I could see where. I know people sometimes have problems with that. With that, I don't. I personally like the trooper. I, I did initially, but I mm-hmm. I kind of came around on it. Yeah, same here. Um, but uh, it's. I like it just for that completeness. I think as a savage, the fantasy companions already out there. Yeah. So I'd like to to stick with the the tools that we know everybody's going to have. So. Right. But it is really well done. I looked it over and I'm and I'm I'm pretty happy with it. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, he's done he's done a pretty good job with it. So And then so we we talked about some savage martial arts stuff recently. Yeah. So last week we uh we talked about um Steamscapes Asia and yep. the uh they did a post or actually a chapter preview of uh their martial arts stuff. And um the the inspiration for that from what if you recall or if you go back and listen was with respect to the idea that uh as characters advance as martial arts based characters advance in savage worlds they might possibly start looking the same so uh, i believe this was sean bircher who had posted this over on wine and savages uh, 
blogspot.com. And if you don't know this already, uh, Sean is actually working on. There's too many Sean's in Savage Worlds, by the way. Yeah, I'm just gonna. You know, uh, for for the record, uh, Shane is and Sean are actually um, yes derivative it's, names. It's so. true. It's true. Way too many. There's something about yeah. it. So in any case, Sean Brocher uh, is also working on Steamscapes Asia, and he put up an interesting blog post. Uh, I don't know if this is a response or or what, but it is called uh, Zatoichi meets Yojimbo. Savage Worlds martial artists aren't all the same which I thought was interesting. And he actually stats up two martial arts-based characters. Uh, I don't know what rank or what you know, XP they're, they're set at, but he uh, very cleverly illustrates that uh, it is easy to make martial arts characters look different. Um, the only thing I would probably nitpick on this is that there are a lot of overlapping edges. And I think that's really more toward what the original post was was pointing toward but i think this is still in play the character is still going to be different you know in, in, in many oh yeah ways. i mean just looking at these they're they're way different characters in all honesty yeah. um we're talking about uh some some big differences like dodge and and block and stuff like that on one right and more along the lines of some toughness related stuff Right. the other one right so no they're Brody, they're very different healer. and they're gonna play way different yeah absolutely absolutely the, the the strategies and tactics that players playing these characters would take would be very different zatoichi would um would barely ever get hit because it ends up he ends up mm-hmm. with a 13 parry whereas yojimbo um which actually fits with the character um has like a 12 toughness so good luck hurting him Right. Uh, you're basically going to have to ace to, to hurt that guy. Right. So really cool. Yeah. Interesting stuff. Yeah, it's really well done. Really well done. Good job, Sean. Good job, one of the many Seans. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it does well, seem to be that if you're named Sean and you're doing Savage World stuff, you're doing good work. I'm going to change my name to just Sean. I, I, I'm, I, that, that sounds... It's going to totally screw my son up, who's a junior, but... Uh, that's true. But I think for purposes of succeeding at Savage Worlds, I think I'm just going to change my name to Sean. It seems to be the trend. <laughs> seems to be the trend. And I think that's it, man. It we, is. We, this is another short episode. And by it's short, I mean within the allotted time. Within the allotted time. <laughs> it's, yeah, as designed. All right. Well, thank you for listening. And be sure to visit the SBN website at www.savagebloggers.net. We've got tons of links all across the site to various things, including the aggregated SBN newsfeed, our YouTube channel, this podcast, and more. If you enjoy our show and you want to show some support, uh, check out our Patreon page or PayPal donation link, both of which are available on the main website. And whatever you do until next time, keep it fast, furious, and fun. Hey, Christian, how do you know the moon is going broke? I don't know. It's down to its last quarter. (laughs) Get it? Because it's a quarter.